Hey, this is Matthew Lilly. Welcome to the Presence Pioneers podcast. This is Matthew Lilly. Welcome to the Presence Pioneers podcast. Uh, I've got uh, Nico Peel back with us today on the podcast for the second time. Uh, Nico is the founder of uh, Ignite Movement and uh, campus uh, ministry network that is helping to see prayer, worship, outreach, missions, unity uh, on college campuses around America, especially in the Southeast. And uh, Nico's a good friend of mine, has been for years, and uh, excited to have him back on the podcast today. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, the Presence Pioneers podcast exists to equip present center communities to worship and pray night and day. And so we are aimed at communities such as houses of prayer and burn 24 seven furnaces, praying churches, prayer groups, even campus prayer groups, those who are pursuing the presence of God. So if you're a worshiper, an intercessor, a leader, then this is for you. And we'd love to invite you to subscribe to the podcast. If you have not yet, you can uh, subscribe via email on our website at podcast.presencepioneers.org. Of course, you can subscribe in whatever you use to listen to your podcast or on YouTube. All the links are up on our website as well as previous episodes, show notes, and information about our ministry. And uh, anything you can do to get the word out about this podcast would be great. If you can share it, if you can like things and uh, review things on uh, your podcast player on Apple, anything like that would be great to help us get the word out encourage and strengthen the prayer movement. If, this, if these episodes help you, then they would probably be a blessing to your community that you're a part of. So if you could share it with them, that would be amazing. Thanks so much for those of you who already do that. All right. Well, Nico, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for having me back. Yes, sir. Awesome. So part two, uh, if you missed the last episode, I encourage you to go listen to it. Uh, we got to hear some of Nico's story uh, and the journey God took him on. Uh, where he was seeing uh, amazing revival on his college campus in the middle of nowhere, Eastern North Carolina at Chowan University. Uh, and God really used him as a presence pioneer, really, to, to see amazing things happen on that campus and surprised him by launching him out into campus ministry as a campus missionary and now leads Ignite Movement, which is impacting multiple campuses and they have communities all over, especially the Southeast U.S. So it's amazing what God is doing, seeing salvation, seeing unity on these campuses. And so I want to talk a little bit about young people. I mean, not everyone who listens to this podcast is going to be engaged with campuses. And so I'd love to to get some thoughts, Nico, on what can those who are not on college campuses do? You know, how do we and I'll throw out a number of questions. You can take this wherever you want. But, <laughs> but, I mean, how do we see the next generation engage in the prayer movement? You know, how do we uh, see the baton get passed? You know, how does our ceiling become their floor? All these things we've been praying and have been prophesied, it's going to happen. You know, how do we do that? If you have any thoughts on, you know, maybe how older people can relate. Uh, to the younger generation. I mean, we're talk- people are talking about Generation Z and the uh, sort of this, you know, after the millennials who are kind of getting a little older, you know, there's this Gen Z that's yeah. kind, of, kind of in, you know, the early years of college and high school right now. 
their personalities, you know, the, the way they think of the world is different. And, uh, and so I don't know, I've just been thinking a lot about, uh, how we see this thing continue and how we see this, uh, move of God continue to grow and how do we disciple the next generation? So I just kind of threw out a whole lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on some of those things? Yeah, well, well, first of all, I just want to say, I think it is very, very important for the generations to be connected with each other mm-hmm. and to be uh, walking and moving together. Um, and uh, those things just don't just organically happen. Uh, I think I think it really requires intentionality and so really it's very easy to stay uh well to be comfortable in our own groups or whatever and uh but it, it does require stepping out of our comfort zone and and pursuing one another and uh, i'll just say with you know with ignite movement being you know we work with uh, college students and young people uh, but we're a very young movement we're about uh five six years old and when we first started it was one of the first words that the Lord spoke to us. It's like, if you're going to go for this, I want you to go for it uh, with with bringing the generations together. Okay. Isaiah uh, six here talks about rise and shine for your light has come for the you know the glory of the Lord has, has risen upon you. And uh, the, the verse before that it says, I should put I'll put my words in your mouth and your children's mouth and your children's children's mouth. Arise and shine for your light is coming. So. I believe to see the fullness of God's glory being manifested um, in our day, it requires bringing Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob generation together. And so, um, so one of the first things I'll I'll say when it comes to you know how we bridge that gap, I think the first is just really is authenticity, you know, and truly being who you are and not trying to you know change how you dress or how you look. You know, which uh, I see a lot of that. <laughs> I see a lot of older people, you know, I really don't think that's necessary. You know, I think most young people, when they see that, they realize what you're doing, you know. <laughs> um, you know, I remember I was at some gathering with this guy with this like interesting looking shirt. And and one of the students looked at him and one of the students looked at his friend and was like, what is this guy wearing? And the other guy responded, was like, he's just trying to appeal to millennials. <laughs> so so I, I really, like, they see that, you know, they see if you're trying, you know. So uh, I just say be, like, honestly, just be who you are. You know, don't try to, you know, change how you dress or anything like that. Just be authentic. And I believe, you know, our generation is really are looking for, uh, for people to pour into their lives, you know, looking for people to, to speak truth in their lives. And uh, beyond just pure, pure level discipleship, you know, um, and so uh, very practical, you know, another very practical thing is, is let's say the older generation being very attentional and inviting, inviting young people into their lives, you know, um, invite them into their homes, inviting them for coffee and, and really you know, I know it doesn't have to be the traditional open your Bible, Bible study, you know, I, I believe discipleship, it looks like that sometimes. And sometimes it looks like you know, taking someone grocery shopping with you, you know, <laughs> and, uh, but there, there is a real craving for that. And so those are just two things, authenticity, the tensionality of reaching out to young people, inviting them into your lives. Um, I think as far as churches and communities, I think 
the truth of the the whole gospel, preaching the whole gospel. And I, I say that because we run into so many students on campuses that they know how to pray and they know how to read their Bible and they just do all that really well. Um, but when you start talking about, you know, um, certain social issues, you see the lack of a biblical worldview, primarily because uh, the church haven't been talking about those issues and, sh- and showing how the gospel is the solution, the answer to those issues. And, and so, uh, so we're seeing a lot of students beginning to, to run and being uh, to these other groups. And, and, uh, and so, so I believe just really creating safe places for conversations and also presenting the whole gospel where, you know, is from, from creation to, to the garden, I mean, to, to a new heaven the new earth um, and how Jesus really does has, you know, that, that through Jesus Christ, that the church really is the solution, you know, that we not only can offer physical bread, but also the bread of life, physical water, but also Jesus, the, the living water. And uh, I, I think those are things that young people are really aching to hear about that they're not hearing from the church. Wow. That's great, man. So authenticity, intentionality, whole gospel. I love it, man. I had a, I had an interesting dream. I don't know, maybe in the last couple of months here. And it was, it was connected to this movement conference that's happening at the end of the year. But in the dream, there was a, a gathering uh, and it was like an auditorium and it had three sections of, in the crowd and each section was a different generation. So like all mm-hmm. the older people were in one section it was kind of this middle, almost millennial kind of generation in the middle. And then the younger, like kind of high school, emerging generation, Gen Z in the other. And the guy up front was introducing each generation. And as that generation, and he, so he'd introduce one, they'd stand up and the other ones would cheer for the mm. generation. Wow. Um, and it really just, it, it really just struck my heart of God's desire for, for us to, cheer cheer one another on rather than to uh compete or even to to isolate ourselves and and so i just feel like that this is an important thing that god's wanting to do i mean when you think about john 17 i mean (laughs) jesus prayed we'd be one like yeah crazy prayer on so many levels but i mean you a lot of sometimes we think denominationally sometimes we think racially but part of that is generational too where we have young and old together and, uh, and, and in many ways, um, you know, that's a huge hurdle that we have to get over as the mm-hmm. and, but I, I think that you're right. I think, I think sincerity is huge. <laughs> I'm glad yeah, yeah. that. And it's encouraging to me to know that, um, that that's still something that's being longed for in younger generations. I'm, I'm, a, I'm old enough to remember when I was in youth group, how, you know, people would just try to do all sorts of tricks and, and gags and sort of, you know, silly stuff to try to attract, attract the youth, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium, our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. 
Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. And so much of it was just was just silly and fake, you know. And mm. but there's something so appealing about um, about some, you know, being real, being authentic. What what are you seeing? I mean, we're on the verge of this, like, I mean, 20 years of what, what I consider to be the global prayer movement. Yeah. Where in a large part, there's been, you know, young people who God catches in their 20s, teens, young adults. You know, a lot of those young adults are getting older. A lot of them are millennials who've been a part of houses of prayer and, and sort of leading the charge are... How are you seeing? Are you seeing any differences? I'm just wondering. Have you seen any shifts, even you know, since you've been doing this, you know, in in recent years, in terms of how young people are responding to that call? Are there? Are, is there still an interest? Is is there something that's changing? Is the way they want to engage with the Lord or pray change? I mean, you know, does that make does that make sense? How, are you seeing any differences in sort of maybe Gen maybe considered Gen Z versus? How things have looked in the last twenty years? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'm I'm still I'm still trying to learn more about Gen Z. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. you know, this uh, there are sophomores in college now. Um, yeah, I really I really think the biggest thing is community and family. You know, I think there's a less of an interest of big conferences and gatherings, yeah. and more of the more intimate settings that uh you know whether it's you know we're, we're seeing a lot of meetings in in homes you know in dorm rooms and a lot of more of that and uh so i i think really creating those type of space where not only that they can able to build community with people but also experience the you know presence of god in a very tangible way not saying they can't do that in larger events but um it's, it's also the sense of being activated in their giftings as well. The whole preset of believers that can be better facilitated and in more smaller, intimate family settings than you know big conferences and gatherings. Uh, but but we do see um, you know I, I do see more of an interest in that, and also just really the the culture of you know, the, the morality of how Christians are living is something that I'm finding among both millennials and Generation Z, 
uh, is really finding a really interest in because it's very, very countercultural to the world. And, uh, and then they hear stories of, you know, Christian communities who are, you know, guys who are keeping each other accountable when it comes to purity and pornography. And, uh, and, and to them, they're like, this is crazy. You know, they're, they're so used to a, such a fluid sexuality and, and, and they hear stories like that. They hear stories about, you know, how communities are like forgiveness and, and, you know, fighting to walk in an unoffendable heart and all those things like that, just really just, you know, the way of Jesus that believers are called to live. Um, I'm seeing a lot of young people really being interested in just the way Christian live, like really fascinated by it. And so, uh, so I, I think just for Christian communities, it is to, you know, instead of, you know, trying to, I think the temptation is trying to be relevant and to fit in, to attract unbelievers, you know, and honestly, I believe the answer is the Bible <laughs> is what Jesus yeah. told us to do and how Jesus called us to live. Wow. Um, you know, and I think about the passage, I think it's Psalm 110, I believe that talks about uh, young people volunteering freely in the, the day of the Lord's power. Yeah. It says they'll be, they'll be dressed in holy garments and holy array. And uh, Isaiah 60, it's about the, the light of God shining upon his people and kings and leaders will come to their arising, you know? And I believe there is this, this uh, attractiveness to holiness and purity that the world is, is, is gravitating towards. Yeah. I've, I've been reading through the Sermon on the Mount recently, mm-hmm. kind of going, going over it multiple times and just realizing how radical yeah. <laughs> Matthew 5, 6, and 7 are to actually embrace these things and to live these things out, how countercultural they are. And that's what it makes me think of. We're the salt of the earth, we're the light of the mm-hmm. world. Things where uh, there's a, a fragrance to our lives. If we just do these basic things that we're not, we're not even talking about sort of, you know, even like bold evangelism necessarily, mm-hmm. but we're just mm-hmm. talking about just, just living in ways that are loving and forgiving and humble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we care for each other and those kinds of things that are actually radical in a culture that's very self-centered and self-serving. And, uh, and yeah, exactly. I think it sticks out. And so, I mean, I, I don't know if, I mean, what I understand with the millennial and Gen Z thing, I think millennials are very cause driven. They're very like, let's go change the world. Mm. Uh, and I'm kind of on the older, older end of that. But I think millennials have seem to have been generally very excited to jump in to, you know, like you said, big, some big conferences, we're going to go do something exciting. And, and I do think there's in some ways more of a cautiousness to the emerging generation and but I think there's a depth there too in some mm. of the some of the Gen Z where uh, where there's going to be uh, maybe a, a slower commitment but a deeper commitment. Uh, yeah, that's good to uh, to these things. And so I just I think you know we just got to figure out how to how to navigate it. But you know, like you said, the Bible works, the gospel works, regardless. Yeah, yeah. And so we want to get to know people and love them, but at the same time, there's these things that are that stand that stay true regardless. Mm-hmm. That's so good. That's so good. Well, um, maybe we can change gears here for a, a last question or two. Mm-hmm. Um, so if, 
you know, you're still a relatively young leader, but if you could go back to Nico in high school or Juwan, maybe freshman year of college, any, uh, have any thoughts on what you would go back and tell yourself? <laughs> do, you know, is there anything you can look back on your journey and you go, oh man, I'm really glad I did this. And maybe some, you know, something where you look back and go, oh man, I, I really, uh, I wish I had done this a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's such a good question. <laughs> well, one, one thing that I'm, I'm glad is that I was just being very intentional surrounding myself with a lot of amazing people, you know, that has been able to just speak life and encouragement to me and just being just really a, just a prophetic community, you know, um, encouraging, um, something that I will, I will tell myself and advice I would give myself is, uh, I'll say to, to evaluate your failures well. Hmm. And, uh, I, I feel there's a, there's a lot of moments of, of failure and I just in life that I just moved on and not evaluate it, you know, and learn for, from it. And, uh, and there's something in my life now that I'm very, very much learning the significance of like, Hey, like, you know, these are areas you fail, evaluate it. Why, you know, what could be done differently. And uh, yeah. And, and just taking those, those, times and those moments to, to do that and, and don't, don't repeat it. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That can be hard sometimes for a driven leader who just wants to keep, keep pressing. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop and have those moments of reflection. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So get, gather, gathered yourself around uh, or had people gathered around you that were, that were encouraging. It's amazing how much difference that makes, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You know, pass up, you know, surround yourself with a multitude of counsel, you know, and yeah. you know, there's, there's certain things in my life that I want to cultivate and I just find people who really carries those cultures really well and, yeah. and, uh, and just be attentional and being around them and yeah. letting some of that rub off on me. So. Awesome. Good. I feel like this was kind of like a, a good, like, leadership episode <laughs> Hopefully it's relevant for, so, um, Nico for people that want to connect with you or uh, ignite movement that you're a part of um, just how can people do that yeah you guys can follow us on social media Facebook Instagram uh, Instagram ignite MVMT um, ignite movement on Facebook our website is ignitemvmt.com and you can find all of our information about gatherings and uh, trainings and all that type of stuff. So, Awesome. Cool. And I'll uh, put all that in the links in the show notes also. Cool. Nico, thank you so much. Love thank you, you. Thank you, Matthew. Love you too, bro.